Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the Archery Shack Shop Talk podcast. I'm Jeremy. I'm TJ. This is podcast number 61. Thank you all for tuning in. We got stuff to talk about today. We got questions. We got answers. We got the rut to talk about. A few new bows have been released. Some more bows are about to be released. All kind of cool stuff. A couple shop stories. So thank you all for tuning in. Hope you all are doing well. Um, got some information about a shoot coming up, 3D shoot. Yep. Actually, uh, speaking of 3D shoots, there was one in North Carolina today at somewhere. I can't remember. I can't remember. I remember seeing it, but I can't remember where it was at. Crap. The Western North Carolina guys, it might have been at Western. I think they had one. Might have been. Um, so hopefully that went well for them. But hope you all are doing well. Hunting season's rocking and rolling. It's cooling off, and now it seems like it's heating back up here. But does are starting to chase real good. Seen some big old deer shot uh, in the last week or two. Yeah. So hopefully y'all are, are doing well. If you've shot a big deer, I don't think you can post it if you're watching on YouTube, but you can get in our group, Friends of the Archery Shack, and we're, we're doing an awful job of, <laughs> of commenting in there, but we're trying to get better slowly. But feel yeah. free to post pictures of, or questions or anything you want to post in there is just fine. So it's called Friends of the Archery Shack on Facebook. Uh, let's talk about some new bows that have came out. We, um, we've touched on it a little bit before. Is there a bear book? Here's one. Bear, of course, has came out with their stuff, and we've ordered it. We're just waiting on it to show up any day now. Um, but they came out with a couple new bows. The Redemption is their sort of their top of the line bow this year. I'll just throw out some specs. If you want to look up, I don't. I, I should have done this before we started, but the new Elite stuff that just dropped. Look those specs up. But the Redemption is a 242 IBO speed, uh, 31 inch axle axle, six and a quarter brace height. Um, draw length 26 to 30, 4.1 pounds. I shot it in here when the rep came by. It was a pretty good feeling bow. It's going to retail for about a grand. Just to be honest, I love Bear. We sell Bear products, but this bow against, say, a Prime or a whatever, just wasn't quite up to par, in my honest opinion. But uh, still a good shooting bow, and I'm not saying, I'm, you know, you definitely want to shoot it. Some people will love this bow. There was nothing in particular I hated about it. It just had a little more vibration and stuff going on than some other bows on the same same. Uh, Stat, you know, still got the status. Uh, they got the inception. Uh, the inception is a 340 feet per second bow, kind of puts me in mind of last year's Paradox HC. Um, but it's going to be like a $600 package. The Whitetail Legend, which we've got some of those coming, um, it's a solo cam type of deal, 320 feet per second. Comes as a nice package for around a little less than $500, so I think that'll be a good one. But Bear, for us, Bear does really well at that three to $500 market and for kids' bows and that sort of thing, and it's hard to beat. And, you know, they're the same company as Trophy Ridge, and Trophy Ridge makes a ton of different sites from yep. cheap to expensive. So we, uh, you know, and then uh, PSE is about to drop some bows that we know very little about, but I know we've got a couple on order. I've got some more of those uprisings coming, and it's geared toward kid, beginner, but it's a $320 package, very nice, super adjustable bow. Uh, I need to do a video review on one of those soon, and we will. 
but Elite dropped some bows just a couple of days ago. I hadn't even looked at the specs of them. Yeah, they come out with four, it looks like, this year. Um, I guess their main one is the Encore. It's a 33-inch axle-to-axle, 6-inch uh, brace height, 4.55 pounds, and it comes in draw lengths of 23 to 30, it looks like. Hmm. Yeah. And then the next one is a Remedy, 34-inch axle-to-axle, 6 and 3-8-inch brace height, 4.6 pounds, 24 to 31 inches of draw. The result, 36. 36 axle to axle, um, six and I'm doing some quick math. Says 6.8125 on the brace height. 8125 is what? Pretty much uh, right at seven eight. Yeah. Uh, 4.7 pounds. 23 to 30 on that one, and the embark is a 32 inch axle to axle, six and a quarter inch brace. 4.21 pounds and 25 and a half to 29 and a half inch draw length. Hmm. I'd like to shoot those. I'd like to shoot this Encore. Um, <clears throat> I've seen a few reviews already about them. They look like nice shooting bows. Matthews, uh, this is more geared toward more towards the target people, but they came out with a TRX 34, 36, and the 38 G2. Of course, that's the lengths of them. Uh, looks like speeds are right around that 330 mark. But it looks like for a target bow, I'd like to shoot. I'd like to test fire the 34, because that to me that would almost be a good uh, do anything bow. But it makes me curious. Well, who else? Anybody else come out with bows? We're waiting on PSE. Should literally be in the next two weeks. Yeah. Prime and uh, Matthews are going to be mid November. Hoyt uh, came out with a ladies bow. I'll look yeah. it up real quick because they had some neat specs. Um, but uh, I think. Well, here's my question. So the ATA show canceled. It was going to be in Indy in January. They canceled it. And that's where a lot of people had said, well, because of the COVID and people were out of work, we're going to back up our bow release to ATA. Well, now that there's no ATA, what's going to happen? Well, you know, Matthews Prime and PSE's already releasing bows. Bears released bows. I don't think Bowtech has released anything yet. They, I think we're going to wait till ATA. So I think so, too. I can see them kind of. And they were one of the first ones to pull out of the ATA is what I heard. So yeah. Who knows? I can kind of see Bowtech about the same time as Matthews and Prime and Hoyt and all them. Well, you know, PSE said we're just going to kind of release stuff throughout the year now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means for good or for just now or or what. I don't know. I'm trying to think of anybody else. I don't think like Obsession. I don't think they've released anything. Expedition or Athens or some of your smaller companies. I hadn't heard anything about a release on those. I'm doing my best to find this lady's bow. You don't remember the name of it, do you? Is it the Eclipse? I think it is. It's a 314 feet per second that says ata 29 inch axle to axle six and three quarter brace height let me read yeah this is it but they're getting that speed not at an ibo they're getting it they don't say nothing about it i hate when i like here let me click on this when you're like this would be the selling point of the bow and i can't even find nothing about it anyway 
I'd read somewhere on Facebook that that bow was smoking fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this says 314 ATA, not IBOs. And I can't remember what how they got that, but it don't. I can't find it on their website without really digging. But anyway, they came out with that bow. Like you say, the smaller companies, I hadn't heard anything about. Um, so all that's good stuff. We know that Spot Hog's coming out or really has come out with some knock-on type uh, sites. I'm yeah. sure we'll get a few of those in. So it ought to be about that time where a lot of companies start between really once November hits yep. and January, everybody should be throwing their hat in saying, here's what we got. Yeah. So I hate the ATA canceled, but it, we'll see how it goes without it. I just hate that we can't go shoot the bows and tell y'all, here's, yeah. here's what we think. And, I, you know, it's just one of those, like, I may shoot a bow and hate it. TJ may love it, but we at least give you our thoughts on it. Yeah. You know? Are they, wasn't they talking about doing a virtual show or did they kind of can that idea too? I think they're trying to, I think they're freaking out trying to figure out what to do. I hadn't heard anything else, but it's only been like a week since they canceled it. So yeah. we're having our pumpkin shoot out here. If you're watching this, the week that came out, it'll be this coming week actually on Halloween day, 3D shoot all day. And then at night we do our zombie shoot where there's light up targets and you got to shoot at them and all this stuff. But I'll be very, very, very soon posting a lot more about that on Facebook. Um, I got a couple questions. Actually, let's talk about something else real quick. We got another new employee by the name of Bobby, and we'll have Bobby say hey uh, one day on here. So we are. Uh, we got TJ's brother. We got what a couple months ago now. Mm-hmm. He's still trucking along. He's actually back there working now. You can probably hear him on the machine. And now we got another new guy named Bobby. So everything, we're still slammed with working on bows and string orders and that sort of thing. So thank you all for that. Um, But I just wanted to throw his name out there. We also got a R26 Raven we're going to be doing a video on probably in the next week. So look for that to come out. Um, What was I going to say? Okay, somebody asked, just said in general talk about serving materials like what do i need to if i was going to order serving what do i need to get for a peep for a center serving for this for that and i said okay so in general i would order and i think i got a link to it in the description of these these videos but bcy 3d to me is like the it's what we use a lot around cams it's what we use to tie in peeps with. It's what we use to tie inside of our loops for the little knocking points. It's a good all-around serving. It's BCY mm-hmm. 3D. You can get it in a ton of colors and this sort of thing. It's like a 16 thousandths diameter. Fairly inexpensive. Retail's probably 16 or 20 bucks most on it. Yeah. If you're going to do a center serving, our recommendation is a material called Angel Majesty. It's just super... It won't separate hardly ever yeah um, and for a center serving you're either going to want you're either going to want a 21 thousandths or a 26 21 is what we use the most of but if somebody wants a pretty snug not click on or you know 26 is going to be the way to go yeah um and then the only other thing to sort of mention without getting into super all kind of stuff is bcy halo is a very tough that's what like if you need to reserve your cable where it goes around a sharp bend, not around the big cam on the outside, but like where you get your let off from on a cable halo or a smaller Angel Majesty is what you're going to want. But if you're just playing at home, 
in general, you could just order some black BCY 3D and probably be fine. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> um, now, somebody else would would probably ask, can I take the 3D and put it on the center serving? You can, but it's not going to last very long. It's no. not meant for that. So um, it would work in a pinch and for a while, but it would eventually wear out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a different blend of materials. But anyway, I thought I'd holler. I'll forget who asked that question, but um guy just left talking about he had an older bow and kind of forgot about it and left it in the back of his truck. He said he had a, a bed cover, but he said, I know it got real hot. And I was like, man, I'm going to be honest. He said he was scared to draw it. And I said, I, if anything, let us draw it on the draw board. Yeah. But I said, you know, it's fiberglass limbs. They're not meant to get hot. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so he played that played it smart let's talk to them about clarifiers and verifiers we get that question that's probably one of our number one questions it is they um i was trying to look something up here um clarifiers and verifiers if you don't know what what we're talking about it's something you can put in your peep site to clear up either your pin or the target for a 3d shooter you're going to most likely shoot a clarifier and for a 3d shooter with a scope with a magnification lens in it most people have a hard time seeing the target. The target will be blurry. They make different powers of these clarifiers that screw in the peep. Specialty Archery is the number one folks mm-hmm. that make this, and it'll clear that target up. Hunting folks sometimes have a hard time. It's the opposite. They can see the target but can't see their pin. That's where the verifier comes in. And uh, it's one of those you really just got to tinker with. You know what yeah. I mean? Like for me, shooting target stuff, if I put the verifier I need in my in my peep sight to super duper clear up the target, then I almost have a hard time seeing the pin. So I go in the middle. Like I use a real low power verifier and I can see everything, but it's a little bit fuzzy. It's hard to explain this unless you're actually can show somebody. You know what I mean? So yeah. If you're unfamiliar, it's hard to it's hard to explain it. But uh, that's the gist of it. And like I say, specialty archery. They sort of invented this whole thing. There's a couple other companies piggybacking on them, but they've got a ton of different lenses and kits and all that. And we sell them. We're going. To, I'm going to do a better job of keeping all of them in stock, though, so people can try them. The biggest thing, if you're going to go that route, I know Specialty. They sell an actual peep kit, mm-hmm. so it'll come with a peep kit. And depending on, you know, now they're big. They're too big site or peep sites is the podium and the pxl the podium sites geared more towards the a target shooter i think the biggest aperture they make for that one is i think 316th but on the pxl side it's a little bit bigger peep housing and it'll go from 316th a quarter or i think it goes up to like 516th i was thinking 516th um there's like three or four different sizes in it, and that would be more of your hunting style. And you can either order a clarifier kit or the verifier kit, depending on what you need. And, I mean, now it's expensive. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah, what, like – I can't even remember. It's, you it's, gonna, yeah, you're going to spend some money. But with that clarifier – or the with that kit, you know, you do get your peep, the peep housing. You get – I can't remember how many sizes of apertures, and then you get – a selection of either a verifier or clarifier that mm-hmm. you can put in the peep. It does cost a little bit up front on that end, but 
Yeah, if you change down the road or want to change aperture sizes or any of that, you got it. Yeah. But like I say, I, I'm going to do better this coming year to where if a guy comes in, he can test out a million different options without having to buy the kit unless he wants to buy the kit. Yeah. And then we'll be we'll be set. But, yeah, that's sort of clarifiers and verifiers in a small chat. Another thing to announce is some of y'all have seen uh, we're good buddies with a group of folks. They call themselves Ghost802. They got a Facebook page, and they do some hunting videos and all that. Well, they shot a deer today. The fox. The fox. He shot a deer. And uh, so go check out their page. I think they – I don't know if they videoed the – Shooting of the deer. I know that he said they were putting up a video about it, so I thought I'd throw that out there. Um, but anyway, Beeman Arrows. Somebody asked what happened to Beeman Arrows. So I guess a quick history. Um, Beeman was the first folks to produce a carbon arrow. I can't remember. I, don't ask me the year. Was it 90? Uh, I, I don't remember. Anyway. And then the most popular Beeman arrows right there at the end of the 90s was the little small Carbon Hunter arrows. Beeman mm-hmm. Carbon Hunter, you get like 60, 80s, 70, 90s, all this. They were a protruded carbon. It was a, I still got some in here uh, in the junk box. But So long story short, old Pierre sold out Beeman to um, Easton, and then Pierre started Carbon Impact, which to the best of our knowledge, has now closed down. Yeah. And they were a nice arrow and were very popular mid-2000s and then slowly declined. And we kept a few in here, then had a hard time finding them. And I kept calling the factory, so I think they're done. Uh, I hadn't heard from them in about 18 months now. But anyway, Easton Beeman, same company. And I think what it had boiled down to pretty much was they were making one arrow, yeah. you know, and then putting Beeman ICS Hunter on it for Beeman and putting whatever on it for Power Flight or whatever for Easton. And I guess it just came to the point of why are we doing this? So they have officially closed down the Beeman side of operations, although you probably still see Beeman, uh, Beeman's around for a while, like in Cabela's and Bass Pro and all that, because yeah. I'm sure they've got a big inventory of it. But I'd say in the next couple of years, you won't see them on a the shelf anymore. And supposedly about six months ago was the last that they shipped of them. So mm-hmm. I hate to see that name gone, but I also got tired of kind of like it, it literally would be the same arrow as an Eastern equivalent. So like yeah. why even, you know, what would the, the Eastern Axis and then Beeman had the. Um, oh, crap. Anyway, it was the exact same arrow. Yeah. You know what I mean, it just said Beeman instead of Eastern. So I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird, but. And, you know, it was like. I hadn't watched any hunting shows and I couldn't tell you when, but even like the bone collector boys, Michael Waddell and all them, they shot Beeman's for a long time. And then uh, Ralph and Vicky, Seance Rulo, they shot Beeman's for a long time. Yep. So I'm sad to see that name go because it's been out there a while. It has. Um, but anyway, somebody asked me what happened to Beeman or why can't they find them or whatever. And I was like, you probably ain't going to find them. You might find some. Stuff has been in stock somewhere for a while, but I like to say the next year or so, you'll just slowly not see any on the shelves, and away it goes. So yep. I, I hate to see that name, but gone. But I guess they just wasn't selling enough to keep them rolling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I meant to bring this up last podcast, but KJ, that y'all, if you watch the live feed, a lot of times KJ, KJ Karowski, he's on there uh, commenting, but his uh, nephew. Every year we sponsor a um, 
car at his little derby. Pine Derby car. And this year it got second place. Here's the trophy right here. So I thought that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I know you can't hardly see that, but you can get the gist of it. I think we got first last year. Mm-hmm. Here's the car. It looks like an arrow. Got a little archery shack. Oh, oh, oh. I about just tore it up. <laughs> got an archery shack wrap on top, and it looks like an arrow. It's, it's pretty cool. But anyway, they dropped it by, and I thought I would show you all. Let's see what it says here. It's got the time and all that. Anyway, I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. But it's a, we need to go this year and watch it. Yeah. If they do it, I know he's telling us that it had they hadn't really figured out if they were starting back or what with all the corona. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we at the shop it's it's still been pretty busy. I mean, it's been a weird year, man. Yeah, it has. Um, but our our gun season has started about a week ago, a little over a week ago, and it's uh we didn't do our live feed last week. I don't know what me and TJ's got or had or got or whatever. It's it's like a sinusy thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we and my wife had got it, you know, and they made her get tested for COVID before she'd go back to work. And of course, it was negative, but uh, just a weird sinusy, mm-hmm. snotty, weird thing. So anyway, we didn't do our live feed Thursday night because we were just kind of uh. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's just skip it because we don't feel the greatest. And uh, but we'll be back this coming week. Like I said, we got a pumpkin shoot coming up. That'll be this coming Saturday. And I've done an awful job at advertising it, but we'll get a few people out here to shoot. Yeah. And, uh, we we'll may get, even try to shoot it ourselves. I think so, yeah. We'll get Bobby on here one one podcast, let y'all meet him. Maybe him and Bubba can yeah. be on here with us. But um, let me think what else here. I'm trying to think of something wild that's happened this week. Well, I meant to I meant to ask Randy last last week when we had him on here. He brought up that in Maine where he's getting ready to go to here in a couple of weeks to hunt. He said that up there that if the property wasn't posted, you know, had posted signs all the way around the property, that, yeah, that it was that caught my attention too. I was like, wow, that it was technically public land, but it's it's private land. Now I have I'd seen the same thing on the hunting public boys on youtube Uh, they were in south dakota and that's what they said they said as long as it's not posted it's technically public land and i meant to ask him i said even though it's technically public land do you still ask the landowner before you go trotting through you know somebody's property even though it's not posted and i didn't i don't know if anybody that listens to us or anything like that has any area like that or a, a rule of that where they hunt at and you know if you do then hey drop us a comment and that you know say hey yeah, yeah we go talk to the property owner or yeah because like here if we were to bounce up on somebody's property and hunt it we'd get shot <laughs> yeah and when he said that i was like do what and we talked about it afterwards and we were like i as tj i said like, have you ever heard of this and he had i never have and uh but yeah i'd be curious to know about that as well yeah because i it would just living here Oh it man. would it would blow my mind for some cat to be hunting on my property yeah. randomly because I don't have enough signs up or whatever. Like I, I don't get that, but I would still feel like for me, I would still go to the property owner and say, Hey, look, it's not posted all the way around the way it's legally supposed to, you know, but I still want to come to you and say, Hey, can I go hunt on your property? Mm-hmm. You know, just to be a common courtesy kind of thing. I'm curious to hear about this. 
at what y'all say because that's like I say around here somebody can get shot real yeah, quick. Oh yeah, real quick. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I got to get us a couple more guests on here. I think everybody likes the guests when we do them. Uh, we'll get Bobby on here. I need to do another. I hate doing the Skype stuff though because the quality is so bad on the other people's end. Like I can make us look and sound good, but the other folks are going to be kind of blurry and the sound's not going to be great. That's what I hate about doing it. But mm-hmm. we need to probably do a couple and and play with it. But uh, anyway, I need to I need to do that. But we'll get some more guests on here. And uh, Randy was a good one. Yeah. Last week, if y'all hadn't seen it, check it out. I think it was podcast sixty. Um, and it was Randy Ireland. He has a, he does hunting videos and that sort of thing. Calls it Obsession TV. But check him out. And uh, we had a blown up crossbow dropped off a while ago. I just thought about this. It looked like a rat got a hold of it. It looked bad. Like I'm, I no joke. I guess a rat bit it, the string in half. I'm guessing, and then just continued to gnaw because the strings were like fuzzed out. Bad. I, I don't even know how to describe what we've seen, but uh, that was kind of an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Pretty interesting. But we are in the middle of the rut. Yep. Or I guess not the middle yet, but starting of the rut. And it won't be long. I don't know how like indoor season will go this year if you shoot tournaments, because I don't think they're going to let many people. Or, you know, there's at least going to be space between people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't wear a face mask and shoot a bow. It'd, it'd rip your mask off. Yeah. So, I know. I did see where the Lancaster Classic is still going yeah. on, but there was probably like 15 different changes that they were doing. You know, ATA canceled. Lancaster supposedly still happening. We hadn't heard about the Vegas shoot. Um, I know Indoor Nationals, supposedly they're going to let local clubs have, a have, shoot. have smaller shoots and then combine all the stuff. And I think that's great. I think. I don't know, because of the COVID, I don't know, but I think if they would have done that normally, it would have probably been the biggest year they've ever had. I mean, I'd be a lot more apt to go run up here to Kiwi Bowman and shoot and then let them turn my score in in a national type of thing than we are to ride to Louisville and shoot it. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool. I agree to that. But uh, so that's a bunch of change. I think they'll have the Vegas shoot, but I don't know what the status of Las Vegas is right now. I don't either. So, with the election about to happen and all that, it'll calm down, I hope, in a month or so. But, uh, anyway, we'll get off here on this one, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. But if you got any questions, feel free to reach out. All our contact stuff is below. We appreciate y'all listening. Yep. Let us know what you want us to talk about, and we'll see y'all on the next one. See ya.